Hello everyone and welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I am an aspiring sports broadcaster here in Washington State. On this podcast, I interview D1-bound athletes, collegiate athletes, professional athletes, and those who are a part of different careers in athletics. My goal is to help my guests share their stories of being an athlete as well as their advice to you. Thank you so much for being here. New episodes go live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to On the Line. My name is Addison, and today I'm here with Libby Stump. Libby is a basketball player out of Linden Christian here in Washington State. So thank you so much, Libby, for joining me today. I'm very excited to talk to you about basketball and how your season's been going so far. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on here. Of course. Well, how's your day been? Oh, my day has been good. You know, I got the day off of school, so that's been pretty nice. Got to sleep a little extra, so I'm doing good. Awesome. Well, do you have basketball today? We actually don't have basketball today. Our game, unfortunately, got canceled. We were supposed to play Lakewood High School, and that just got canceled today, so that's a bummer, but, you know, COVID's doing crazy COVID stuff. So I know. Well, I'm sorry about that, but now you truly have the day off. Yep, yep, full day of rest. <laughs> it definitely seems like this season has been impacted a lot by COVID. I know in the fall with football and stuff, we didn't have any cancellations. But now, so I go to North Creek High School in the Bothell area, and we've had lots of cancellations for basketball games and wrestling and gymnastics. So it's, it's just crazy over here in Washington. Yeah, it is. And it's kind of scary how fast it can all get canceled. Like, woke up this morning, we're going to have a game. And then an hour later, nope, no games. And my team's actually been very fortunate. We haven't had too many games get canceled, but that's not the case for a lot of teams in Washington. It's super, super sad. Right. And it's hard. Like, I'm not someone who goes with the flip. Like, I am very structured and I don't like when (laughs) things change. So how have you been able to deal with the uncertainties that have been, I guess, the past couple of years with sports. Yeah, that has been tricky. That's that's definitely something that I've had to adapt with because mm-hmm. I'm definitely the same way. I love my structure. I love all that. I I need my structure. So just, yeah, you just got to kind of figure it out. And you it makes you uh, more grateful for the times you do get to go compete and to go get to play with your friends and that kind of stuff so I would say just being grateful is the way it's kind of I've kind of had to adapt for grateful for the opportunities that we do get absolutely well before we get ahead of ourselves I like to talk about how you got your start in basketball so how old were you when you first dribbled a ball I was five. I started basketball in kindergarten. I remember just being absolutely pumped to start playing because my I have an older brother and an older sister, and they were both pretty big into the basketball world at that point. And I was so excited just to start trying to be like them and start trying to play the sport so I could beat them one day. <laughs> well, every five-year-old is put into some sport, it seems like. And yeah. <laughs> most of the time you don't stick with it. Like I tried soccer, but you know, that, that lasted a couple weeks and then I ended up being a competitive dancer. So 
my path in, in sports took a very sharp right turn. But so it's crazy that you have stuck with basketball for this long. Why is that? I, man, I honestly just fell in love with it kind of pretty soon. And I just, my sister was more into basketball than my brother, but I remember just wanting to really be like her and be like, play that sport. And I just, as obviously, as I got older, the more committed I got to it and the more I started to like it. And yeah, I just, I never, I never turned back. I just started playing and I just loved it. So have you never had a moment where you questioned whether or not you wanted to continue playing? I I can't think of one. I've obviously there's a lot of tough days in sports, but mm-hmm. that's just that's just sports and life. But no, I've always wanted I've always wanted to keep playing it. I've had a passion for it and just I wanted to keep working hard at it and seeing seeing how good I could be at it. Because you've played for so long, this next question it might be a bit tricky. But what has been your favorite year of playing basketball so far? Yeah, that is tricky. And I think my answer is going to be kind of funny. It's I have to say last year because it was just crazy last year. It started off like we didn't get a high school season, mm-hmm. a full normal high school season in Washington. We didn't get but then I was worried about AAU. I was like, oh man, I want to go play college basketball and I kind of need this exposure time and I just don't know what it's going to look like. But God definitely just play, just was crazy. And he, that, that has to be my favorite year because I switched AAU teams and I got to play for the Tree of Hope EYBL team. And the EYBL circuit is like the most competitive, fun circuit in the AAU. Uh, AU world that you can play and you grew up against the best um, players in the country and that got me a lot of exposure so that was just so fun and then my high school season ended up being only six weeks which was very different but it was actually the most fun six weeks in June it was very weird but I played with uh, that team that I was on was very close we've been playing together since we were in fifth grade so it was just fun to end the year like that with a fun team like that so that would that would probably be one of my favorite years of basketball because you're playing on a team that goes up against some of the best athletes some of the best basketball players how do you prepare for those games yeah you know um I love watching film I love watching basketball in general so watching that and making sure I know who I'm guarding and um yeah, you know, and I honestly, like, don't try to overthink it too much. Just try to go out there and try my best. I prepare as much as I can. I, maybe I'll try to get up some extra shots that week if I feel like my shot's not smooth or and I'll watch my film. But other than that, I just try to go out and play as hard as I can. What has been your favorite win so far or your most memorable one? Oh, man, my most memorable win, um, my sophomore year, state we got into the state championship game and we ended up playing Haley Van Lith, who is a stud of an athlete and mm-hmm. a basketball player. She's mm-hmm. at Louisville right now, but we were, that was just a crazy game. We ended up winning by three and it was, and that win was like the definition of a team win. We all, we, we were pretty deep that year. We had about nine girls in the rotation and we all, all nine of those girls just, we all stepped up and starred in our role and we did what we needed to do. And 
yeah, I, I think about that game and I get goosebumps still. It's just, it's like my favorite game. I love that game. So you mentioned that you guys really all as a team, it was like a full team effort. So how do you build that sort of bond and that sort of connection with your team? Oh man, that is a good question. Um, with that team and like teams in the past, what's helped us is we've played together for so long. Cause especially Linden's like kind of a crazy basketball town. And so we've all been playing together basketball for so long, but just playing together a lot. And we have great coaches that know what to do and teach us what to do. But yeah, just playing together and bonding on and off the court. And mm-hmm. yeah, it really helps your team chemistry. On the flip side, sorry to damper the mood here, but what has been the hardest loss? Oh man. Well, I'm a really competitive person. So that was, that's a hard question for me because every loss is really hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's never fun losing to your rival. And I'd say this year, kind of the middle of December, we played Nooksack Valley High School, who's our rival this year. They have a lot of really good players, and they're just a great team, and we lost that game. That game just did not feel good after. That was that was a tough one, but um, yeah, no, that was probably my least favorite loss. <laughs> so you mentioned being a competitive person, and I guess to be an athlete, you have to be competitive. And it comes with its advantages, but it's also hard because like you're saying, every loss sucks equally. (laughs) So how do you handle those hard losses? Um, Yeah. Um, No, it's, I think after those losses, it's really important not to be down on yourself or start doubting anything. Just trying to see the big picture with like that loss. It was early in our season and we we got better from it and, that it's hard to see in the moment, but I think after a loss, just mm-hmm. seeing that, okay, we got a lot more season left. We're going to get better. It's going to be okay. And feeding your mind those positive thoughts instead of negative thoughts that can not help. Right. Well, when did you realize you wanted to continue playing basketball in college? Um, yeah, I, I remember in fourth grade, I did not watch basketball. I was all about Disney Channel. But I, but my my dad told me about this team UConn that was really good and they won all the time. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So we watched it, and I was like instantly in awe. And we recorded all the games in March Madness, the tournament mm-hmm. games. I turned to my parents and I was like, I want to do that. I don't care what level it is, but I want to go play college basketball. And then I, I got like really geeky about it, and I'd like record the games and rewatch them and then see what one player does. And I'd go out in my driveway and try to practice it. And then I'd go back in and do it with another player. And I just, yeah, that's, that was like a big moment. I still remember. I was like, I want to do that so bad in my life. Most athletes have had one moment where they're like, okay, I want to play in college, but it doesn't become a reality for a lot of athletes, sadly. So at what moment did you realize like, this is possible like it is not crazy for me to think that I want to play in college um okay honestly that's a tough question but um I would say this past July just with a COVID kind of made it a little bit more confusing especially Mm -hmm. for grade trying to get recruited 
But this July, I remember there was a week and I, after I got back from my AAU tournaments, I had a week off until I had to leave again to go to another tournament. And I got, a, a, I think, 10 offers, 10 schools offered me that week on the phone. And that was when I was like, okay, I, this is like, this is going to happen. I have mm-hmm. options now. I get to, and it was so exciting for me. I loved it because it just felt like I was like that fourth grade girl again. And I got to I had these opportunities ahead of me and that, yeah. So that was the moment where I was like, wow, I actually get to do this. And I'm so excited. So why did you end up choosing the university of Montana? Yeah. Um, so the recruiting process can be kind of stressful. I was a little stressed at some moments for it uh-huh. during it, but Montana choosing the university of Montana was actually one of the easiest decisions I've made. I, some people have checklists, Like, okay, if they have this, this, and this, I'm going there. And I didn't have that. I was more looking for the right feel, looking for the right vibe of the school. And I only went, I only went to the university of Montana to visit just because they're my first one. And uh, I loved it. And I was like, I wouldn't change a single thing to make it better for me. And I just kept telling people what I knew when I knew it. So I knew it was the perfect place for me. So then I just committed right away. And yeah, their coaching staff is awesome. The girls are awesome. I love Missoula, Montana. So I was just like, this is amazing. Well, I'm so excited for you. And I'm excited that you found your place. And I look forward to following along your career. But congratulations on committing to the University of Montana. Thank you. Thank you so much. What an uh, sorry, do you have any advice for getting college attention and being able to make committing to a D1 college possible? Because like you were mentioning, the recruitment process is pretty nerve wracking. So how do you even approach that? Yeah, I there's definitely some de- definitely some nervous days, but what gave me a lot of comfort and what helped me like set my mind right was just controlling the things I can control. And those two things are your attitude and your effort. So just making sure that your attitude's good, positive attitudes, so or you're not giving off those vibes. You just got to keep your head up, keep mm-hmm. working. And then your effort, you got to make sure you're working hard and you're ready for when opportunities do come and you can't waste your opportunities. So those are the two things that you can control. You can't control a lot of things in basketball. So just focusing on those two. And I think that will really help when you're trying to get college to colleges to look at you. How do you feel going into playing in college? It's definitely a bigger stage. So are you nervous at all? Excited? How are you feeling? Yeah, I am just so excited. I'm so excited for next year. I have a lot of nerves probably with a lot of people that are just going to college, like never moved before. I got to move to a different state. Mm -hmm. I got to like it's just like new routines, new schedules. So I'm a little nervous for that, but all, all around, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to see what it feels like to be a college basketball player and to mm-hmm. work like a college basketball player. I just can't wait. What would you say are some of your strengths on the court? Um, some of the strengths I have, I'll just say what coaches have told me, what my past coaches have told me. Oh yeah, this is... When I interview athletes, it's like, it, this is your time to brag. So you don't even, you don't even need to say that. <laughs> oh, no, no. But um, I would say a, be, me being a teammate, because 
I don't know. I love, I love how basketball is a team sport. I love what the community it can bring. Like some of my, my best friends are my teammates. So I love being a teammate. I love winning as a team. I love seeing, I love getting everyone involved to win. I love hyping my teammates up. I love encouraging them. I love getting their opinion on how the games go. I, I just love all of that. And I think having a good team chemistry will just take you so far and winning. And I, yeah, so that, that's one thing I try to focus on a lot and when I'm playing and yeah. Well, it's very important to be able to be that leader on and off the court, but what are some of your strengths skill wise? Some skill. Um, I love my pull up. I have like this 10 to 12 foot pull up. And mm-hmm. I'm not very tall. I'm very short in the basketball world. So getting to the rims is not always an option. Yeah. <laughs> so having a little pull-up right around the rim, I love it. It's my favorite. So do you mind me asking, how tall are you? I'm 5'8 on a really good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're just standing up a little extra tall, your hair just has a little bit more volume. Yep, yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So how have you been able to get over some of maybe the disadvantages that come with being, you're not even short, but in the basketball world, I'm sure you are playing with many athletes who are above six foot. Yep. Um, what? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. How do I, uh, with those advantages, I work a lot in the off season uh, um, with my explosion stuff mm-hmm. my my dad actually makes me workouts and I it's running hills squats all that all that kind of stuff just a lot of explosion workouts um just to be as fast as I can be and to try to jump more just trying to figure out advantages that I can control and that I can improve on because I'm not going to grow anymore so just that's that's how I try to look at it just trying to figure out other ways that I can put in the work to create an advantage because God did not make me six three as cool as I would be I'm I'm five eight so I just got to adapt to that so you kind of mentioned that that is what you do in your off season really work on your explosiveness but what are you doing um, during in season what does your practice schedule look like right now Yep. So we practice the games. We don't, the days we don't have games, we practice for two, two and a half hours every day. But, um, depending on the game schedule that week, um, I try to get into the gym before school and during the week and shoot, get up. I don't know how much I shoot, but just try to get up a few shots before school. And then on the weekends, um, that's a good time for me to go into the gym by myself too, or my dad comes and he's a great rebounder for me. And we just try to give as much shots as I can keep my, keep my shot looking good for the season. Now basketball is a brutal sport. And like you're just talking about, you are practicing a lot and you have multiple games usually each week. So it's just a lot on your body. So how are you keeping yourself healthy and in good shape? Yeah. Um, eating right is something that I try to do eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, getting a lot of sleep, drinking a lot of water, um, icing things that need to be iced when they need to be iced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's really important too. Um, yeah, just trying to make sacrifices right now with what I put in my body, how much sleep I get because the season's not that long. So to make it the best I can be, I want to make those sacrifices right now. 
Absolutely. What are your hopes for the rest of your basketball career? Um, I honestly just want to um, see how good I can be. Just try to be the best version of myself and play. Just see how – I don't know what that looks like, and it's hard for me to see, but I just want to see see how good I can get. <laughs> well, it's good. It sounds like you're taking things – one step at a time and like not getting ahead of yourself. But I mean, you already know you're going to play in college and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap things up, what advice would you give young basketball players? Oh, this is a good question. I'd have to go back to the attitude and the effort thing. I, I work really hard and I love working hard at basketball. It's, it's, like my it's my place I love the grind I love Mm -hmm. all of that so um yeah just working as hard as you can and keeping your attitude good because you never know when the opportunity is gonna come and present itself so you want to make sure that you have those two things in check before you Mm -hmm. can continue for sure well thank you so much Libby for taking the time of your day to do this I really enjoyed talking with you do you mind just shouting out your Instagram so people can go check that out. Yeah, it's Libby.stump. Pretty simple, but awesome. Well, thank you again and thanks and thank you to everyone listening. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On the Line. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I upload a new episode with an inspiring new guest make sure to give the podcast a follow. If you're listening using Apple Podcasts, do not forget to rate and comment. You can follow On The Line on Instagram at on underscore the underscore line underscore Addison to stay up to date with the podcast. Thank you.